Hi, I'm Gary. And I'm Owen, and this is Left Out. Left Out is an LGBTQIA history podcast. Join us as we learn about incredible events and people that have shaped the history that you weren't taught in school. So, this episode we're talking about Alan Turing. Yeah, yeah. Alan Turing. Okay, so who was Alan Turing? So, Alan Turing was uh, an English mathematician, computer scientist, logician... Well, that sounds like magician, but, but he, logician. Magician. he was a logician. I think that's how you say it. Crypt analyst, philosopher and theoretical biologist. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what half <laughs> those things are, but it sounds amazing. A pretty intelligent guy. Um, so basically, he is widely considered to be the father of theoretical computer science so what what people would know as computer science now yeah he's like the father of it and also the father of artificial intelligence wow so yeah pretty amazing human being sounds it yeah um and during the second world war he worked at bletchley park Mm -hmm. um which was where a thing called the government code and cipher school um was located okay so um, there they were like decoding things mm-hmm. um, and he helped to, he devised ways of speeding up the decoding right. along with other people as well. Yeah. But he um, helped create something called the Turing machine, mm-hmm. which eventually broke Enigma. Which was the Nazi code that they were using basically yeah, to like communicate. impossible to break. Yeah, no one could break it, but he did with his machine. Yeah, and his team of people that helped him as well. So we have a lot to be thankful for. for yeah, so Turing. so it's actually estimated that um his work shortened the war by two years. Wow. Which is incredible That's and, and saved, saved well yeah it? but also apparently they that he saved over 14 million lives. Ooh. And so during the time before the war ended a lot of the stuff that he um, did in terms of speeding up the code breaking and the work that he was doing actually stopped a lot of deaths anyway okay let alone the shortening of the year the the war as well by wow. years so um, pretty amazing yeah um, and then after the war he helped design the something called the automatic computing engine mm-hmm. which is basically what we would know as a computer now so like because of him we have smartphones yeah way back yeah he was a part of obviously that. yeah 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 but they a lot of a lot of um i was reading a lot of computer people say that anyone who touches a keyboard or or moves a mouse basically yeah. has alan turing to thank wow because he's he's like he created it he started it all so a pretty amazing guy yeah and obviously we're not a technology podcast no. <laughs> no. so why are we talking about him this week then so basically in 1952 he was prosecuted for quote homosexual acts <laughs> Okay. So, um, so we're talking about him really because of the work that he did. Yeah. Maybe how it wasn't recognised, and then the way he was yeah. treated. Yeah. And then also the way other people were treated, similar mm-hmm. to him as yeah. well. So, in in terms of his work, obviously he saved lots of lives. Um, but he, I mean, he definitely wasn't the only person that was, you know, gay, bi, lesbian, part of the LGBT plus community. No. Was part of the war and of made an amazing not. war effort. Yeah, of course not. Um, so I think those people probably, well, are definitely not recognised either. Well, no. There's no one, if I think about gay history and I think about World War Two, no one else comes to my mind. And that might be because I'm uneducated, but I can't think of anyone. Well, it's because it's not in the record books, No, it's not it? in the records, but in terms of, like, my knowledge of LGBTQIA history, he's the only guy 
yes. that I can draw on. Yes, and I and I think as we talk about what's happened since in like the last 10, 15 years, yeah. that would be why, because him, him and himself has caused change. Like posthumously, is that the right word? Posthumously, he's caused change. I, I guess that's so. Like the right after word. his death. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so the reason that we didn't really know anything about him as well is that well, because he was part of Bletchley Park, he was part of the Official Secrets Act. So yeah. everyone that was helping out in World War Two signed this. Yeah. And um, the whole Enigma code breaking thing didn't get um, removed from the Official Secrets Act until the 1970s. So way after Yeah, the war. so he was actually awarded an OBE by the Queen in the 50s. Right. Um, or late 40s. Yeah. But no one knew why. <laughs> they just knew that he had helped. Um, and then wow. later on, we found out the amazing work that he'd done. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually quite... Um, I mean, he's he's an amazing human being. Yeah. And um, obviously completely left out of World War II history. Out, um, when out, I studied yeah, it at school, I definitely didn't even hear his name. But so, out of history in general, obviously, yes, because of the war effort, but... Just even his technological advances of where we are today, we have him to thank for a lot yes. of that. And I didn't learn about Alan Turing at school. Not a clue. I never heard. And it's quite name. a key piece, really, wow, when you think about it. In British engineering, and just yeah, British, British history, like he yeah. is a great Briton. Hundred percent. Yeah. So um, the really interesting thing is, so that's sort of the work that he's done, but. In 1952, like I said, he was prosecuted for homosexual acts. Right. Um, that law was actually started to be repealed in 1967. So it was, okay, it was so... quite a few years afterwards that even something started to do yeah. to stop it. Yeah. Um, but they, they actually, between a choice of hard labour prison and chemical castration, he chose wow. chemical castration. Oh, wow. Um, which is really sad. And he actually yeah. died in 1954, 16 days before his 42nd birthday. So only two years after his prosecution, he yeah. died. Um, and less than 10 years after the end of the war Jeez. as well, which obviously he helped to yep. finish. Um, and uh, he died from cyanide poisoning, um, it's assumed suicide or accidental suicide because it wasn't really properly investigated. Okay. Um, who knows why many years ago? I mean, who knows and why? I suppose but we'll never know, will we, really? No, but either way, it's really, really sad. Awful. Um, that, and between the, the obviously between the end of the war and when he um, died, he did loads of other amazing things. I know Manchester as a city recognised him a lot because he worked there well, and he helped develop technology and science. Yeah, so he it? he helped and did a lot of things there. So it's not just the war; he even did amazing things after that. So um, when he died in a in a really sad way. Do you think that because of his prosecution, that just massively overshadowed? Of course. If he was a straight man, do you think? we probably would learn about him in school and he would be a big part of like well, the World War II story. Well, I, I think that it's hard learn. to compare, isn't it? Because if he was a straight man, he wouldn't have been prosecuted, therefore most probably wouldn't have suicide, whether it was accidental or not, and yeah. would probably have lived a much longer life. And, and that's really sad because think about, he had an amazing impact in his 41 and a bit years. Mm. What other amazing things could he have done? Yeah. Um, from that incredible mind and i suppose yeah because of that stigma against his sexuality yes we've we, lost out we've lost out like the yeah. world has With lost the out world on has those lost amazing this things. great mind yeah purely just over sexuality yeah and in terms of the wow. law that he got prosecuted on um it was a law where it basically stated that any gross indecent act with another man was against the law so between two men right but the in and the word indecent was never um like specified specified or defined but that's so vague 
So, yeah, you're giving the power. And I would say a law that is that vague, just gross, indecent act, that's a giving the power to the judicial system. I can't say the yeah, word. Yeah, you <laughs> Basically, you're giving um, the power to the people well, that want well, to use it it's, yeah, in their and, own way. And how they want to use it. Yeah. Because, it's, it, yeah, like... That's not definitive enough to be a law, yeah. in my opinion. Let alone it shouldn't, it's wrong anyway. shouldn't be a yeah. law, but yeah, yeah. it's not definitive enough yeah. to even yeah. prosecute someone. Yeah. Interestingly, though, Oscar Wilde, um, the favorite, uh, famous poet and um, writer and author yeah. and playwright, he actually, um, under the same law, was prosecuted in 1895. And he, he got sentenced to two years in prison, wow. hard labor, which he did. Yeah. Um, he went to prison. Mm. Um, so it's really interesting because you've got two big, amazing people there that another yeah. person that's added to the world yeah. culturally yeah. Um, that has been, you know, subject to something so awful and disgusting. And again, like, obviously, go talking about Oscar Wilde's a bit off point, but again, it's it, because of it, it's halted what could have been a great mind. Yeah. Or Even if somebody talks about Oscar Wilde now they'll mention that as well. Yeah, that shouldn't be. Oh, didn't he go to prison? Yeah. That shouldn't be part of his story. That's not right. No. No. But then on the other hand, it is part of the story because of the culture they were... We um, get to live in the world that we luckily get to live in because of these men. Yes, exactly. Um, But that law was repealed. Most of it was repealed in 1967. Right. However, a a little parts of it were left until 2003. Wow. Even though a lot of it wasn't acted on. No, Um, but it's still So it was still hanging around. Jeez. Yeah, which is really scary um but yeah so you could get up to two years hard labor or like turing you could pick chemical castration wonder why he picks that well i was thinking that because he could still work uh, yeah i guess so maybe it was that maybe it was the fear of being in prison yeah hard labor could you imagine being in prison and what you've been convicted for i could imagine it's not going to be well everyone would know that's what i mean so it's not going to be something pleasant no no, and so, and also he he clearly was somebody that was loved his work and wanted to create and do more things. Yeah. Being in prison could halt that for up to two years. Oh, yeah, and it's such a brilliant mind. I'm yeah. pretty sure prison, it's not. Yeah. Let alone what you've been convicted for is not yes. going to be the best environment. But I mean, chemical castration wasn't nice, but it it was basically um taking pills. Okay. Um, and it would reduce your sexual urges, but it could result in. Um, weakening of the body weakening of the bones um and sometimes they'd also add in psychotherapy along with the chemical castration um so um a lot of chatting about how this isn't right and trying to sway you the other way even that's completely wrong um but yeah so maybe making so you like com- feel so bad like conversion um not, i don't know what, the what we would know of of as, as that now but something but along that along the lines that of, lines yeah not good Um, So, yeah, so he chose that. um, And then obviously that resulted in death, which is absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting thing, isn't it? Because it comes back down to he offered so much. And because of that, like we said, we've kind of lost out on it. That's the biggest thing I take away. Yeah. But also even what we've lost in terms of because of his death. But we gained so much from this great man yet just purely because of his sexuality he was deemed a villain which is yes mind-boggling yeah. and the, like, the, the the thing that i think is is that because it, obviously no one knew of the amazing things he had done do you think his the treatment of him would have been different if it was public no- knowledge of how what amazing things he had done um i don't know i suppose it's hard to say, isn't it? Because 
it was a different time. We'll never know. We'll never know. Like if it was now, no. Like mm-hmm. I think his his brilliant mind and work would outweigh. Well, obviously it would outweigh his sexuality, but yes, it's just so sad. Yeah, really, really sad. Um, and yeah, sad for his family and anyone else that was involved as well, because that's just such a huge I see, I loss. I guess I'm assuming there's not a lot known about. Like, we know his theoretical knowledge, his inventions, mm. things like that, but we don't really know a lot about him as a... Only from what the family have said, yeah, and obviously it's quite private. And I would assume a one-sided... Of course, yeah. ...opinion. Yeah. But, like, I suppose, what 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 have, have we lost as an LGBTQIA community? Yes. Do you know what I mean? If, this, if that community exid- had existed in the 50s, what could have it been? Yeah, I exactly. So. And what could he have added to that? Because wow. it's just incredible. I would say uh, with Alan Turing as well that because of him, he is one of the re- and like through doing research and knowing about him, not through school but through my own research, he's one of the reasons why I now know about these laws and what was yes. happening and how what the prosecution of gay men or and to be fair, anyone who identified as homosexual in that time, mm-hmm. what would happen to them. I wouldn't have known that, I don't think, if it wasn't for his story. Yes, and, and the information coming out. And I suppose it's sort of the same with Oscar Wilde. But the thing with Oscar Wilde is it was so long ago... You can't... ...that you kind of think, surely that can't doesn't I, happen well, recently. You almost can't... Yeah, like, you can't identify with it. It's like it was Victorian times. Like, and I think as well, like, in... Because he was such a poignant guy in World War Two and the story of World War Two, that we, as Britain... And most parts of the world look back on that with now this sort of rose-tinted well, it's like era nostalgia. and nostalgia mm. and how Britain came together and we were united as one, yet still anyone who identified as LGBT plus just didn't, weren't. Yes. You were still living in secret. Yeah, and, and you e- were giving your life and your time. To and... fight for freedom, yet you weren't allowed it. And you weren't, yeah. And that's like, what's like so maddening. He, and that's what he did. He fought and he gave us freedom. Like I said, he saved 14 million lives, shortened the war by two years, yet it wasn't long after that he was then, his country then turned on him. Yeah, and he was let down and it was not good enough, basically. Yeah. Like you were let down by your own country. But also he's deemed as not good enough. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like you can do all of this. And basically still... he is a hero Yes. Yet still, yeah. you're going to go to prison and, or we're going to treat you this way. Let alone the people that were just the average person that would have been prosecuted <clears throat> on the same terms. And that's still your country's let you down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or anybody else that well, yeah, went to war? Yeah, like or... obviously Alan Turin is what we're talking about. But if you think of the wider, he wasn't the only man who mm-hmm. suffered this fate. There and, would not, have been... and also not the only man that would have fought in the that's war. What, that's what I was going to yeah. go and say. Yeah, like all these people that, especially in the 50s, would have been post-war generations that would have survived or would have gone to war especially if they were a younger man mm-hmm. that they yes would have been gay or um any women that would have fought on the home front effort yet you fought for freedom but kind of for our community that meant nothing yeah interestingly the law actually didn't include women oh, so really? there was no real um definitive wow. thing in okay. women which is a whole other subject but this law in particular actually had nothing really to do with so women it was just purely aimed purely at gay men, men with men yeah which is very interesting. Um, wow. And the law actually is like a, a mutation of an old law that came out, I think, in the 1500s, like with Henry VIII. So that's where it started. And, and then it started Brilliant. to progress and mutate from there to other things and where it got Such to. Such an ancient law that yeah, just didn't just make... madness. So 
So after it really... I was going to say, his story's not all no, it, sadness. No, it kind of turns into something really beautiful and positive and amazing yeah. on the after part of it. So he, um, in 2009, so following, there was an internet campaign done yeah. by um, uh, a great guy called John Graham Cumming. Mm -hmm. And he... Um, started an internet campaign that went huge, right. which eventually um, resulted in the Prime Minister of the time, which I think was Gordon Brown. Um, he ended up uh, releasing an official public apology okay. for the way that uh, Alan Turing was treated. And in the in the apology, he actually says... Is something it that... an apology, though? Oh, yeah. It's or like... is it an acknowledgement? No, no, it was an apology, as in we are sorry for the way wow. you were treated. Yeah. And it also, I'm paraphrasing, but it says something about... Um, <laughs> Like your country basically let you down and this wasn't good enough. And he yeah. actually, they acknowledged that in it, which is interesting. And mm. then um, the Queen ended up granting Turing a posthumous pardon in 2013. Right. Which basically means he was pardoned for the crime. Right. So. Um, and then in 2017, mm -hmm. what is commonly known as the Alan Turing Law, but that's not its official. It's called something That's else. not its official yeah, yeah, name. Yeah. But the Alan Turing Law was passed, which basically did the same to other men that had been convicted of yeah. homosexuality. Or even cautions, even or, if they were cautioned and it was so put on, their, on record, their record. You know, they were pardoned. They were pardoned. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So and there's like thousands that have been pardoned so far. Because of it. Yes, yeah. And is it something that's still going on? I don't know whether it's or still going on. did they manage on. to just get I, through the record? I, I don't know. There's not a, I suppose like, a huge... lot of them wouldn't well, there's be not, alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's not a huge amount of information for it. I suppose so if I you're... suppose really though, as being british that is a huge step it is a huge that step. Our, one our monarch acknowledges yes it, what happened to him was wrong yeah. and also i think something that was he convicted under her reign uh, only it would have been just yeah but still because yeah, yeah she became queen and but yeah, still yeah. um I, what's interesting is that for me though is the word pardon and a lot of mm. um other people that were convicted or cautioned online were really saying that they don't want the pardon, which I thought was interesting. Okay. Because they, they want an apology and for it to be removed because a pardon implies that you did something, yeah. you actually did do something mm. wrong. Yeah, um, a pardon, if you're pardoned for a crime, it yeah, it's like you've been wrongly convicted when actually you shouldn't have been convicted well, do you know well, what I mean? As in, like, yeah. it shouldn't have It's like happened. you've been convicted, you did something wrong, but you're not going to get the punishment yeah, for but, it. But we'll take it off your record. Yes. Whereas, actually, actually it should mm -hmm. be an apology. It should mm -hmm. be sorry that this yeah. happened to you, yeah. that we did exactly. this as a country yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is um, interesting because obviously the other people that have been pardoned have not received individual apologies. Alan Turing did. Did. Obviously, it's quite a public thing, but... Yes, yeah, Mr. but then, Smith down but then, the street just no, got a pardon. of course not. But then I think also it's that thing, isn't it? Of and then another person said there was um somebody that I was reading and they were talking about how they don't want to be pardoned because that was what the law was back then. They want an apology and they want it to stay on record to prove wow what they went through and yeah, what that time because was. Because actually, are you washing history? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Are you? by doing the pardon and taking it off your record is that an act of forgiveness or, or, or is it yeah or is or it like is cleaning it, up yeah yeah is it uh oh we'll yeah. we, we won't we'll just do something again. good now are we yeah. wiping that from history yeah, yeah. which i get i think i, I get that but yeah. I, I think it probably it comes down to each individual for themselves and how they feel and what they I want from it i believe it probably should be an apology not a 
Or uh, it's, it's both. It should be... It should be both. The crime should be removed. Yeah. yeah. And it should be an apology. Yes. Um, Obviously, that is amazing that we now live in a world where not only was he an innovator in his field, he was an innovator for LGBTQIA rights yeah, like, as well, like, without even inadvertently. Yeah, like years and years and years yeah. after what, like 60, and do quick maths, like 63 years. And we, if, I suppose, like I said, such a big part of his story is fighting for our freedom. Mm-hmm. But actually, his fight for our freedom as a community. Yeah, and he doesn't even know he's done it. And as he well, doesn't know he's done it. But also... Uh, that encompasses all of those men that were prosecuted. Exactly. They're our heroes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They were fighting a war after the war. And it's mad to think about to be back in that time and be to the point where you, maybe you want to find love, you want to find someone, but you know that if you go out and you're trying to find that, you're basically risking going to jail, taking chemical castration, or you can live a lie, live alone. Um, Yeah. You know, it seems like like I said, you'll be living... Because when was it repealed, the law? Six, uh, 67. 67, okay. But then there were still conditions, and obviously we were still living in a time of a lot of stigma. Yeah. But like you said, a lot of these men would have fought for their country and were mm-hmm. being told they were fighting for freedom, yet, oh, but you're going to live a life yeah. that doesn't... Yeah. You don't get to be as free yeah, as someone else. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting. So I guess where we are today then, so it wasn't until the 1970s that... The story of the Enigma machine that he used to break yeah, the Nazi code and that was declassified, which is amazing because we can start to well, we now know his, his Everyone work. Everyone can talk about everything they went through, and we can yeah. know about what this man did. Yeah, and what a hero he was. Yeah. And then he is going to be featured on the fifty pound note, isn't he? Yes. So the new fifty pound note, and it's for his services to science and you know all the amazing work it'll be interesting because i don't think that's been issued yet has it the new no 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 i think it's a what will be really interesting is yes obviously he should be revered and recognized for his work to science but will this still continue to be a story about what else he's done for our community as well because obviously it now goes hand in hand with everything that's happened and Mm. what we know but when he, when that pound note comes out, are, is that bit going to be mentioned? Or is it going to well, be... Well, I don't know. I suppose it comes and down to... And is that right to, that it is? I don't know. But I suppose him just being on it is something f- step forward for the community. I guess because I, like we live in a world now that if you were to research Alan Turing... You would find you'd out. find that out. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. That's one of the things why we decided to do the podcast was these are heroes... For our community mm-hmm. and how empowering to know that when you look back at history that we were there yes like you well, said you have to be able to see your histories like television and theater and everything else yeah. you have to kind of go see yourself in it don't yeah you, you have yeah. to kind of go like oh as i'm looking at that like oh, what would have been like if i was there and if you can see someone that you relate to that's yeah. like you yeah and that's going to be on a 50 pound note i think what's really inspiring as well is just naturally I think when we talk about a lot of um, like queer history, people who identify as that, they mainly gravitate towards the arts and theatre, music, yes. television, fashion. So to have such a prominent figure in the sciences, mm-hmm. I can imagine as like how amazing that a young person today, no matter what community they identify as, they, they can find someone yes. in history. Exactly. Which is really positive. And he's like... And he doesn't even know he's done it. 
Yeah, which is which is really sad, but it's amazing as well that well, just what a leg like what such a strong legacy is his work and his mind and his science and so and something so simple as that has caused a knock on effect. Yeah for other positive things to come out of it yeah, which definitely. is really really amazing um, but there's other stuff that you guys can read as well there's an amazing um book called the enigma um which is by andrew hodges andrew right? hodges um there's that book you can read which has more information about um, alan's life it's obviously the really famous film the imitation games uh, that stars bendit cumberbatch um obviously it's a hollywood version yes there's lots like, of historical inaccuracies but, but the fact it, it, that the film yeah. was made. Well, it's art. It's based on what happened. Yeah, so. and obviously they don't shy away from that as part of the story. Of course, it, yeah. In fact, it obviously embeds actually most of yes. what the story is about. So there's that, if you haven't seen it, The Imitation Game. Yeah, good film. Um, which is amazing, which means we are telling these stories and they're out there now. So, yeah, so if you do want to find out a lot more about Alan, do go read up on him. He's a really amazing guy. Yeah, and if you guys find out anything else really interesting, like the other things that he did or um, anything amazing or any statues that you know of him or... Anything um, that we've missed. Yeah, or... that we've missed, then yeah, yeah please let us know because we love to find out this sort of stuff. And we're always willing to learn. Yeah, as we say, we're always learning on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Left Out with Gary and Owen. Subscribe to Left Out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Gary and Owen.